Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Are you ready? I've been ready. <laughs> Rested up and ready to go, Randy. <laughs> he was born ready. <laughs> yeah, well, not quite. But, you know, last year, I just the way things have gone the last couple of years, 2020 being what 2020 was and the way fall camp was structured is just, you know, so tedious with everything, the mask and standing in the same place and everything. Uh, last year, I don't know if you know, but we, we moved, we bought a new house and, you know, we spent the whole summer doing all the stuff that we had to do to fix up the house with, you know, flooring and a couple holes in the wall and, you know, um, moving light fixtures, painting, all those kinds of things that you have to do, furnishing. And it really takes a toll out of you. And then boom, fall camp's here. This year, I just made sure somebody asked me, like, are you going to are you going to build a garden this year? I was like, I'm not doing anything this summer. (laughs) I am going to sit back and enjoy my house, get nice and rested, because this is about to be a really special academic year for Arkansas sports. uh, And it's going to start with fall camp. So I want to be ready and energized to go because I feel like Arkansas is going to be so feel like it's going to be a special year so I, I made sure to uh, to take care of myself this summer and appreciate the small things and all those stuff and make sure that I'm at full capacity when uh, fall camp starts did you take a vacation at least I took two trips to Vegas <laughs> man yep I did it <laughs> not a bad place to vacation though, I mean, we, no, one trip yeah. one trip wasn't enough you had to take two yeah. Two short trips. You can't okay. stay a long time in Vegas. Yeah, that's true. Just, yeah, you got to get in and get out. Uh, but played some golf over there and had a really good time. And just most part, you know, we we love our back porch area and we sat out there and just enjoyed enjoyed being where we were. So um, I hope Arkansas did that because it all starts tomorrow. If you're a player, I hope you you got some downtime. If you're a coach, especially, I hope you got some downtime. It seems, I mean, it's not as grueling for them, but uh, it just seems like it never stops for them. I know Sam Pittman made a big emphasis with that up at SEC Media Days in one of his interviews, just the importance of making sure that his coaches and and everybody gets some downtime because once it starts, it doesn't stop. Trey, I've been asked a couple of times, what is it with the relationship of Sam Pittman, Barry Odom, and Kendall Bryles that keeps the two offensive coordinators at Arkansas? Well, it's Pittman. Pittman being Pittman. Who's he got a bad relationship with? I don't know, I don't know who yeah. that would be. You know, He probably uh, doesn't have a bad relationship with a fly or a flea or a mosquito. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I don't know Kendall that well. We've never just like – I don't know. We, we've got some people in similar circles and stuff, but we've never really talked outside of, of football. Barry's always been super cordial and, and nice. Seems like a great guy. Um, and then Pittman, you know, just everybody knows who – Pittman is and how he is I think it's just you want to be around people you trust people who are good to you people you enjoy being around um I mean that's what it comes down to isn't it I mean money's great and everything but 
I don't know. I don't know. Would you guys just move for a, a slight raise to a place where you didn't know anybody? And, you know, I think about Kendall also in his situation. Think about all of the places that he has been over such a short amount of time, like in one-year stops, Baylor and um, uh, FAU, Florida State, Houston, you know, just one stop after another, and then to Arkansas. And then, you know, you get here, you you know, you're, you got kids that are in school and stuff, and your wife likes it. You know, I think those are all reasons to stick around Northwest Arkansas. And you see something that's trending upwards. Kendall Browse has never had a returning starter at quarterback. He has never coached a returning starter. Wow. That's an amazing. That. Yeah. yeah that, that is an amazing uh, fact. And, and what has he been a coordinator for eight years or something like that? I mean, that's. That's a long time uh, to not have a returning starter at quarterback. So I think there's all those. Now those guys are going to leave eventually. You know, if they, if Arkansas has success, Kendall Browse will get a head coaching job somewhere. Uh, Barry Odom has been a head coach. The right opportunity will pop up. He gets talked about all the time every offseason. The, the notable thing is both those guys had opportunities at other places and chose to stay at Arkansas. I mean, that's fantastic. When do you, mm-hmm. when do you keep a, a guy from Miami for a pay raise? Yeah. You know, um, so I because think that says a lot. Last about time I checked, the there's no. Last time I checked, there's no beach in Fayetteville. There's, there's not. No, there's not. There's a lot of other good things going on. Though. True. Right. This from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback from Larry. It says Trey, I love the idea of having Hornsby and KJ on the field together. Hornsby being on the field is a no-brainer. However, with K.J. being a running quarterback and Hornsby being in this new role and also K.J.'s backup, an injury to one or both of them could derail this team. How does Pittman prepare practice and game plan with two of them both on the field while also minimizing risk of injury? Maybe a dumb question, but it has to be a concern. Your thoughts? I don't think it's dumb at all, and I think it's something that you have to, like, you know, be very pointed about with KJ about, hey, this is this is our situation. <laughs> you know, if you mm-hmm. have to come out, then, uh, you know, your backup quarterbacks, we've been working over there at wide receiver. I think it's one thing, um, you know, if you had an, an injury, I think, I think Hornsby, we're going to end up seeing him work a significant amount at wide receiver. And, but if you had an instance where you knew you weren't going to have KJ the following week, then I think it makes sense to, um, you know, work him, exclusively at quarterback like if you if you lost kj for a little bit say like the texas a&m game um that like it happened last year seven minutes or so in the third quarter uh and you brought malik in in that instance i think this year it might make sense to bring in Cade fortin um but if you had a situation where kj wasn't going to be able to go the following week then you practice kj at court or excuse me you practice malik at quarterback and then he's your quarterback the next week you know i just think that that's probably how that situation would go down maybe not maybe maybe it wouldn't but uh to me i'm thinking like get a package for malik at quarterback uh working at wide receiver and they're they're even restructuring practice to uh, accommodate that fit last year they and they didn't have enough players to do it in the spring but last year when they did have a surplus of players they did what Pittman calls two spotting so they'll run the first and the fourth group usually the you know the very young players the first and the fourth group on one field and then they would have the twos and the threes on the other field doing the same thing that way everybody gets more reps gets more action um, you know especially when you're in fall camp 
And then when, um, but this year, you know, when the season starts, obviously it changes. You get scout team and all that stuff. But this year, they're actually changing that up a little bit, not dramatically, but instead of putting the twos and threes on the other fields, they're going with the ones and the twos on one field. That way they can keep Malik over there, work him at wide receiver with the first group and work him at quarterback with that second group also and still have him over there. So that'll, that'll you know, allow them to, to operate more smoothly. But it's a tricky situation because he – I mean, he's your backup quarterback, and K.J. runs the ball. But you have to have a real clear conversation. Hey, man, protect yourself. Take care of yourself. Um, you know, maybe maybe they step out of, out of bounds, you know, a, a few more times than, than he did last year instead of, you know, striving for an extra yard or two. Um, you just got to be smart. You got to be careful. And, you know, with another year under his belt of, ha- you know, being a starter with that full season, you learn a lot along the way, especially when you have to have, you know, um, your knee cleaned up after the season because you took a hit. I would think with Horns being one of the concerns there, Trey, is like his hamstrings. Uh, he's going to do a lot of running at the wide yeah. receiver position and a lot of stop and go, that kind of stuff. And certainly he's got to be in shape. That goes without saying. But at the same time, uh, you got to protect those legs. And uh, I'm sure they'll have ways of – making sure that they don't yeah. overuse him. On the other hand, Malik Hornsby put him in a situation where he could have to deal with. That's a great uh, question, Randy. I mean, you're, we're talking about, you know, making sure you maximize the amount of time he's out there, but that's that's putting him out at wide receiver with the first group, putting him out at, wide, at quarterback with the second group, you know, mm-hmm. so you, you probably need to, to make sure you, you're cognizant of that and, and gave him a rest. Going to have yeah. to manage his time. Yep. Yep. He needs to Managing play. He needs reps. to be out there. Well, no yeah, question. I mean, when I was watching the spring, guys, it's not just some like little gimmick, you know, fun package or something. I could really see him making an impact for them. He can contribute. Yeah. What no he demonstrated he by himself just in that bowl game tells you that you've got to. Well, not not uh, just that, Randy. I was watching the Arkansas Texas game. A couple of nights ago, just had yeah. had it on, and I think it was towards the end of the game run. when I picked it up. Yeah, he, and it looked so effortless. Yeah, yeah, and what he did in that game, the Penn State game. Um, and I think, Texas Trey, A&M I think if he too. wanted to, he probably could have scored on that play. If yeah. he truly tried. Oh, against Penn State? Again, no, against Texas. Against Texas. Oh, okay, okay. But Penn State, yeah. I think he could have scored as well. Yeah, Penn State. In Texas A&M, he didn't have just a remarkable performance or anything, but they were up 20, or 17 to 10 when he went in. And then when KJ came back in, I think he was in for about a full quarter's worth, about seven-minute mark of the third, seven-minute mark of the fourth. Uh, when KJ came in, um, they were up 20 to 10. So they had a two-score two yeah. lead. It wasn't anything dramatic what he did, but he protected the lead. Um, well, I mean, I shouldn't say he protected the lead, but he, he got him up two scores. Let let a, a field goal drive. Trey, let's talk with uh, Razorback Bob. Robert, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Oh, yes, sir. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Robert. Randy, Randy and Trey and Trey. Um, boy, uh, Trey, I'm really excited about your, your agenda over the summer and that you are – fired up, rested up, and ready to go because we depend on your reports. 
and your walking Thank you. dogs. So we're we're excited about that. Uh, generally, the dog days of summer, Randy is is just scratching the walls trying to find something to talk about. <laughs> uh, this year was different. Um, Randy, I, I don't remember, maybe except for 94 and 95, so much excitement circled around the basketball team as this year. And, uh, you know, well, we've had you also had recruiting, we, man. I mean, think about I'm all the recruiting you. news that broke down in June and July. <laughs> just like nothing just I've ever seen. The excitement of waiting to see, to see who's going to commit next. It just kept yeah. us on our edge. But, Randy, what, what I've done to prepare for this season. Uh, finally, after listening to you for 21, 22 years, uh, I finally got Drive Time Sports put in my phone where I can just punch one one button and get you. So I'm 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 fired up and ready to go. There you um, go, Bob. Trey, Trey, here's my question to you. Okay. Uh, well, let me let me before I ask you my question. Y'all mentioned it yesterday, and you talked about it today already. The likability, if uh, that's the proper term, for Coach Pittman. Uh, yesterday, I got the feeling that he might be the only only coach in America that can beat the dog out of you and make you like it. You're still going to like him, so that's a pretty a pretty good personality. Mm-hmm. But uh, everybody is talking about. I say everybody. Uh, people are talking about Hornsby having to on the spot go to quarterback. Let's look at it from this angle. What if, what about after a few games? His ability to make people miss, his running ability. Uh, let's say he really surprises us because I've seen video of him doing a pretty good job catching the ball. What What if he becomes such a weapon and asset out there as a receiver? Uh, you really want to hesitate putting him at quarterback. So my question is, uh, from everything that you've gathered so far, I mean, I know we've seen video of, of is his name Cape Paul Thornton? Cade Fortin. Cade Fortin. Cade Fortin. Fortin. Like four and ten. Fortin. uh, How, how, if you gave him a grade right now, Trey, what would be your grade on his his adjustments to to the the Pittman uh, system and how far along do you, how much progress do you feel like he's made? Well, I, I would stop short of saying like I feel like he could be a game breaking quarterback or something like that. I mean, let's he is, you know, he is a walk on. Um now he's a former scholarship player. Pittman says that where he really opened the, their eyes is when he led I guess their first group down um in two minute drill and scored a touchdown. He he does have patience. He he knows how to take something off the ball and when he needs to put something on it. Um he's an older guy, obviously, he's been around the block. Um couple times around the block Uh, so there's those aspects I think you know when you talk about maybe a guy that um, isn't going to make any massive mistakes going to protect the football um, but it may be not a guy that's just going to um, you know shock everybody of course at quarterback you just you never know sometimes but um, you know I don't I don't I wouldn't say he's as dynamic or anything as like KJ or you know Malik when you factor his legs into the equation but um, a guy that they maybe would feel comfortable with if they did have some kind of issue where, you know, Malik got banged up a little bit playing wide receiver, and uh, then you look at, you know, so who's your next option at quarterback? You know, could this guy sustain a lead for us? I don't know. Um, I think probably 
feel safer saying sustain a lead maybe versus a lead a comeback. But, you know, you never know until you see him in live action. But they feel good about him right now. So if they feel good about him, then they wouldn't put Malik at, at wide receiver. Or, excuse me, if they didn't feel good about him. But what is the timetable, though, on Cade Fortin? The timetable. Yeah, I mean, he's still nursing that uh No, you're, you're, thinking, of, you're thinking of Renfro. Renfro. Yeah, two two oh, Ks. Dead, damn it, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Cade yes. Renfro okay. with a K and Cade Fortin with a C. Okay, okay, okay. My bad. Never mind. I shouldn't have asked that question. But, but he might yeah. be another guy that provides some, um, you know, some stability. I think when a lot of us saw him – uh, last spring, you know, it was kind of like, hey, this guy can run and throw. I mean, he's, he's definitely got some potential. And it's another guy, you know, he's a walk-on, but he was another guy that was, you know, he was on scholarship at Ole Miss, brought into scholarship uh, to play quarterback there. Um, I think they moved him to wide receiver. That shows that he's got some wheels. But, uh, you know, they are thin at the position overall because they didn't bring in a freshman quarterback. They lost Lucas Coley to the transfer portal. And then, um, you know, they've got these two walk-ons behind Malik and KJ. Lucky to get KJ out of the portal because he did enter for for a little bit. Mm-hmm. That would have been uh, kind of a scary uh, proposition. KJ? Or, excuse me, I say Malik. Sorry, not KJ. KJ never <laughs> entered the portal. Sorry. I started to say, Started whoa. talking faster than my brain was working. Whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's <laughs> news. in trouble doing that. Yeah, yeah that's breaking news there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness he pulled his name back out r- r- yeah. rather quickly. But, Malik, uh, sorry. Yeah, too okay. many names. Cade, okay. Cade, okay. Malik, and KJ. Okay. <laughs> not not trying not trying to not trying to confuse you. Um, tomorrow, what yeah. are your expectations for tomorrow? Well, um, no pads, so hopefully you know a good energy level from them, and um, I would hope that they pop out there and team and and look like they hadn't missed a beat kind of like they did in the spring mm-hmm. uh, that i've said that before that was the first thing that jumped out to me when they were in team i was like man have these guys quietly been running practices just <laughs> behind the scenes now they're able to do more now uh, with the players in the in the off season the coaches are um so hopefully that helps you know helps out the freshmen and um, and some other players, but that's what I would hope to see is them pop out there in the first team, um, look super smooth like they hadn't missed a beat. Again, that's what we saw in the spring, so I'd like to see it again for fall camp. Now, did Matt Landers go through spring? No, he okay. did not. Matt Landers, Terry Hampton, Jordan Dominic did not go through spring. Landon Jackson was hurt, so he wasn't able to go through spring. And then I think all the other uh, transfer additions uh, did go through, unless you count Taylor Lewis, obviously, is a JUCO transfer. So, But he didn't either, obviously. Well, that's why, I mean, I have wondered if you've been able to, you know, lay your eyes, so to speak, on Landers because of the way that, that um, uh, Coach Pittman talked about him in his press conference. Uh, he and Warren Thompson, and certainly you throw in Malik um uh, Hornsby, who's yeah. got the kind of speed that you're looking for to be able to stretch the field. I know you said, and I really hadn't paid attention, I was thinking he was more of a Matt Landers. I said this the other day that I thought he was more in the 5'11 range, steady 6'5". Yeah, so I'm kind of anxious to really see. Quite well, a difference. I won't yeah. be able to see, but, uh, yeah, quite a bit of difference. But that's just a, that's just what I had perception-wise uh, in, mm-hmm. my, in my mind. 
So I'm anxious to see what this young man can do. Um, actually, being able to uh, to do what Sam is is saying, yeah. being able to stretch the field. They've they've assembled a nice collection of wide receivers on paper. There's no question about it. There are candidates. There's going to be some fantastic competition. Probably one of the more entertaining competitions at wide receiver that we've seen. Everybody's, you know, got their pros and cons. I mean, Keetron Jackson, the knock on him was he was a little bit raw last year. The positive, all the physical ability in the world. Uh, Matt Landers and Warren Thompson, you know, kind of a, a, a deal where they'll make a great athletic catch, but sometimes they'll, you know, forget about looking in a short, easy pass and think mm-hmm. about turning up field and drop it, you know. Those have kind of been the knocks on those guys. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood was a superstar recruit, number four overall prospect in the country, led Oklahoma in receiving last year, still was only 39 catches. It's certainly not number one wide receiver material. You know, he had the ACL injury, so he's looking to come back and prove himself. Um, you know, Isaiah Satagna is a, is a true freshman. Um, but has a world of ability also. So everybody's kind of got this pro and con attached to them. So it'll be interesting to see who sheds some of the cons and which guys emerge. By the way, don't sign up at Hog Sports. We've got a special deal starting tomorrow, Randy. <laughs> Hold on. Don't sign Hold up on. today. Wait till tomorrow. Hang in there. All right.